Welcome to Testing Code. This episode is a story about packaging and flit and talks and pytest and coverage and an alternate alternative solution to using the source. Python makes it easy to build simple tools for all kinds of tasks and it's great to be able to share small projects with others on your team, in your company, or with the world. When you want to take a script from just a script to maintainable package, there are a few steps, but none are that hard. Also, the structure of the code layout changes over time to help with the growth and support of the project. Instead of just talking about this from memory or theory, um, I thought it'd be fun to create a new project and walk through the steps and report back in a kind of time-lapse episode. It should be fun. This is Testing Code, Episode 80. Thank you to pa- thank you to Pantheon for sponsoring this episode. Pantheon makes building, managing, and optimizing websites simpler. Check them out at pantheon.io slash testingcode and listen to their section later in the show. Welcome to Testing Code, a podcast about software development, software testing, and Python. Let's say I have a little project, maybe even just a script or a module, and I want to polish it into a project that I can share and maintain. What does that mean? What I mean when I say that is that I I want people to be able to pip install it. This may be on PyPI or an internal server or even just a share drive somewhere, but Essentially, it's a wheel or a source distribution. I'm usually doing wheels lately. I also want full test coverage, and I want the tests to be testing the installed version, not the local version. We'll talk more about that later. And probably some documentation, even if it's just a readme. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's get some code down first, and I'll talk about it. Oh, yeah. what What is the project that I'm working on? It's a project called Submark. Submark is a markdown converter for a subset of markdown using regular expressions. It's loosely based on the original test tutorials I did for pythontesting.net many years ago, and I wanted to try it out again with all of the stuff I've learned over the past few years. And I also want to play with Flit. Flit is a packaging tool. That's what I use it for. Okay, I'm going to write some code and get an initial version, and then I'll come back shortly and I'll talk about it. Now, I know what you may be thinking. There are three famous classic blunders in the order of, one, never get involved with a land war in Asia. Two, never go in against a Sicilian with death is on the line. And three, never write an HTML parser in with regular expressions. Since traditional markdown is allowed to have HTML in it, the warning to not write an HTML parser with a regex is probably applies to markdown as well. However, I'm trying to convince myself that it'll be okay since, first, I'm only implementing a subset of Markdown. And second, I think it's a cool example to teach people some regular expressions, search and replace examples. Okay, so there's my problem space, a subset of Markdown. I've got my first implementation done. I I really thought I could just do it with a single file, and it kind of is. The implementation is a single file, aka a script, since I run it with Python 3 space submark.py. So it's just running submark.py with a Python. Well, actually, um, I also have to pass some some markdown to it to convert it. And I've set it up so that you can uh, either 
pipe it to it using standard in or um, or using a file. So you can you can pass it a file name and it'll convert that. And it just all the output goes on standard out. Anyway, enough about the project. But so the implementation is there in that file. Uh, but I also want to test it. So there's a, also a test file. And if I want to run, and they're in one directory, and if I want to run coverage, I've kind of got a mess on my hands because you give coverage uh, a directory where the source is to of where to measure the coverage. And this directory has got a whole bunch of stuff in it. It's jumbled with the test code and my source code, which I want. But it's also got my virtual environment directory in there. So um, in my initial version, I also wrote a uh, coverage RC file. Um, it's very simple. It just tries to exclude. Uh, I just am excluding the virtual environment directory right now. Running coverage on tests isn't terrible. Um, so the coverage works. The tests are running. Um, I also want people to know how to use it. So I wrote a readme uh, in Markdown, of course. And I'm going to push it to GitHub. So I've got it in Git. And so I also have a git, a dot git ignore file. So even though I just have a little script, there's a bunch of other stuff already. There's a bunch of other files that are around just to get this to work, but they're mostly straightforward. And actually at this point, I've pushed it up to GitHub. It's, uh, it's, I tagged them with uh, v.0.1. V. So version 0.1 tag on this code. Uh, just to show you the little script, it's really not that big, um, but it's all it's all up there. And at this point, this sort of a project um, for a lot of people, this might be enough. This actually works okay if I just want to have people be able to download the file and use it themselves. It, I can't pip install it, but it's there. Um, simple scripts like this are done a lot. I think I think they're done um, uh, this sort of this process usually internally. Uh, I, well, maybe I. I mean, I put it tests and readmes, and I'm hoping that people will put full test coverage and readmes even for their scripts they're sharing with their colleagues. That might be a little bit optimistic, but whatever. Now for the next version. Thank you to Pantheon for sponsoring this episode. Pantheon makes building, managing, and optimizing websites simpler. As the leading web ops platform, Pantheon features the fastest hosting on the planet, Automated workflows with development, test, and live environments, plus professional development tools and easy integrations with GitHub, CircleCI, Jira, and many more. Stop putting out fires and start building sites and experiences that deliver results using Pantheon. Rated as one of G2 Crowd's top 10 software products of 2019. Get started for free at pantheon.io slash testandcode. That's Pantheon, P-A-N-T-H-E-O-N dot I-O slash test and code. For version 2, or more specifically version 0.2, I want to be able to create a wheel to distribute or publish in some way. Thanks to Flit, this could not be easier. Really, the simple state I had the project in for version 0.1 was almost there. What do you do to get it to make a wheel? Well, pip install flit, flit init, two commands, that's it. Uh, flit init asks a few questions, but it already has some filled out defaults that are usually right for me after I've used it a few times. So it asks for the module name, but it guesses the module name from the modules and packages in the directory. 
asks for my name, the author, author's email, a homepage, but it, it also guesses the GitHub repo based name based on the module name, but you can change that. Uh, it gives you a license choice, either MIT, Apache, GPL, or Skip. So you fill it in yourself. Um, that's it. Takes a few seconds. Run it. It generates a pyproject.toml file and a license file if you don't already have one. And those two fi- check those two files into Git and do a commit. And there you go. What do you do now? Um, is you do a flit build. Flit, yeah, that's right. Flit build. And uh, that'll give you a wheel um, and a source distribution sitting in a dist folder. Um, really, it's that simple. I did flit init and flit build, and I've got my wheel. Um, now I can use that wheel and put it in um, PyPI or in some other package or a directory or somewhere um, or an internal server for people to pip and it from there. And there you go. Um, and in fact, if you want to push to PyPI or somewhere else, you can do flit publish. Um, this, uh, this is just a, the, so the only thing I checked this um, into, uh, into GitHub as submark version 0.2 uh, with an updated readme to, to talk about flit a little bit. But really, the only changes are there's a new license file, uh, a pyproject.toml file, and uh, I updated the version number in submark.py. Um, that's it. Uh, so that's, I do want, it's just a little tiny change. Uh, the tests still run, but I'm checking this in as 0.2 so that you can take a look at how little the change is. Now let's look how I'm doing on my um, my goals for polished, maintainable package goals. So people can st- can pip install it because I've got wheels working. There's some documentation in the README and full test coverage ish, huh? Ish. I thought I had 100% coverage. Well, I'm creating distributions that pip can be pip installed, but the, that whole process is not getting tested. The tests still run the local version. To test that distributions can be built and installed, let's add one more tool to the mix. Let's add talks. Um, I use talks for almost every project. We can now a lot of people can use. You can use talk. You think about talks when you're trying to um, test against multiple versions of Python. But right now, I'm just using it to automate a lot of this stuff. Um, we can add more interpreters and more checks like Flake Eight and other things later. But for now, just having it build the distribution and run the tests against the distribution are a great help. So um, to get started, just pip install talks. And then I'm going to write a really simple talks any file. Um, and since I've used it, I mean, I kind of copy it from other places, but I've got a com- bunch of simple ones around. And I'm just going to add a simple one and and then run talks. Now, I actually already did that, and um, and my tests get run, but the .talks directory is included in the coverage report. Um, that's just nasty. It's just huge. Um, so I can change that by adding .talks to the exclude list in .coverageRC. So that's nice. I run it again, and everything's great, sort of. Well, not really. I mean, I get less coverage. Um, but I do notice something. I notice that when, uh, when I'm looking at talks, I'm actually within the talks, any file, um, 
Tox is looking at my project directory for files, and I'm I'm just running PyTest like it was before. I was putting coverage at this the the local directory, and they're still at a hundred percent. So I'm doing a hundred percent coverage of the local stuff. That means I'm not testing the installed packages. Oops, um, I got to change that. But I am using Tox now to start running tests, and that's good. So I'm going to check this in. So you can see that little bit of incremental change, and this is at version 0.3. So now we have a couple of things to fix. First, um, I want to get coverage to measure the installed packages and not the local one. And I want PyTest to test the installed packages and not the local one. So I'm going to move coverage to look at someplace else, and I'm going to move PyTest to not see the local stuff. That should, should do the trick. So let's take take these one at a time. First, the coverage issue. I'm passing in a, I'm using pytest-cov, which has a little bit of different flag, but it's it's a flag that's dash dash cov equals, and then you give it a, uh, the source direct, the directory to look for the source. And you give it a directory. Um, but, so I'm telling coverage where to look look at. I'm telling it to look at the local direct, the, the current directory. Um, I can tell it to look at a site packages directory, and there's ways uh, within Tox where there's shorthands to say, hey, look in the Tox generated virtual environment site packages and look there, and then I can add subdirectories. But there's no subdirectory to add. When I look in this uh, site packages within Tox, I see the submark.py uh, file just sitting there because I have it's not it's just this one module that's getting installed. Um, so I, I'd rather have a directory so I can point, uh, coverage at it. So let's make a submark folder and add the submark.py to the directory and then add a dunder init file. Okay. I'll go do that. Well, actually, when I was looking at the code, I noticed that there's, um, I did a little bit more work than I thought I was going to do. I noticed that there was this really small main function that acts as a command line interface. Um, and it what it does is it takes the standard in input and or f- file contents, if you pass it a file, and uh, turns that into a list and passes that to a single high-level function and in the rest of the code. So I decided to split things up. I decided to split up the code. I've already got it in a different directory. They're in the submark directory now. So uh, now I've got three files in there. I've got the... Um, a small cli.py file um, with this the ma- the main function. I've got submark.py which has all the regular expression methods and the high level functions um, that don't include external stuff. They're just calling these these low level reg- regex functions. And then the dunder init that imports the stuff I want to export as an API, which is namely just the uh, the main method from the CLI tool and a top-level uh, convert function from the um, from the other packet from the the other packet the other module. Uh, I also updated the pyproject.toml file to add this uh, this main as a script. Um, so I want to I want when I'm installing stuff, I want to be able to install submark as a little script, a command line tool. And since since the submark.py is not going to be around, it's it's a package instead. Um, It'll be just a submark without the .py. Um, and then 
I got a, the test we're calling that. So I, there was one test that was calling that directly. I changed that to be uh, to call the uh, command line tool instead. Now I'm feeling pretty good about these changes. I think they went pretty well. Um, I can now change the any file to point coverage at the installed version of Submark, since it does um, it does now exist as a directory in site packages. Um, and now since uh, since it's by itself, I'm pointing coverage at there. I don't need to exclude anything. I can get rid of the .coverageRC file because that's the only thing I was using it for was to omit things. So I don't need it. Um, so that's that's where I'm at with version 0.4. Um, but there's there's still problems. Um, so I've I've got the coverage pointed, but I didn't fix the other problem. It, co- it coverage just still shows that all tests pass with zero coverage. We got to fix that. Now we're ready to fix the issue that the tests are not testing the installed package. They are testing the local package. The problem is that the tests are in the same directory as the project and Python path search rules tell Python to look there first. It totally makes sense. That's kind of how we want things to work normally. Um, The solution to this I used to promote uh, for this problem is to create an SRC or the source directory, SRC, and put the submart package in there inside of it. So you just got one level of indirection. Then you can, there's ways to change the setup.py if you're using setup tools to look in the right place and voila, all is good. However, Flit doesn't let you do this. Flit doesn't like the source directory, the SRC. Um, and at first I was frustrated with Flit, but I, I've come around to realize that it's just a tooling problem. We should be able to get around this. Um, and it does feel like it's, it was a hard, this is a long explanation to tell people why they have to have a SRC directory. So I felt there was got to be a way, better way, and there is. And it's been there all along. I, I, well, it's been there for a while. I just didn't know it. So the first thing we got to do is create a test directory, T-E-S-T-S, um, that's the normal convention, and put our test uh, file in there. There's only one file right now, but it's eventually going to grow, um, and I can split up the test cases into multiple files, um, and then I can just point PyTest at the test directory, and away it goes. It runs everything. Actually, now that I have the test directory, uh, if I run PyTest at the top level of the project, um, PyTest sees the test directory and run and does the right thing and does not include the current directory in the Python path, which lets us not see the current, the local package for the tests. This is perfect. However, um, if you happen to be running PyTest not from the direct PyTest command, but from Python-M PyTest, or more commonly, Running coverage run dash m pytest to run cover to have coverage run pytest that's done in a lot of different projects um, in either the Python dash m or coverage run dash m pytest will uh, will add the current directory to the Python path and we haven't gained anything. Um, that's actually kind of where the source directory advice came from. But okay, better way. The better way is to add a line to the tox.ini file to change the local directory to the test directory before running the tests. Very simple. There's a changeDir uh, command in tox that you can just add in there, and now you can run either pytest or python-m pytest or coverage run m pytest 
whatever you want. It all just works. So I've made these changes um, and they're checked in and it's very simple changes checked in as version 0.5 and all the tests run, they run hundred percent and they do show that they're running against the installed stuff. Um, so this project is still in its infancy. It'll be fun to add to it. I want to add things like testing different versions of Python. I want to be able to uh, test against 3.8 because I know 3.8 is coming up right now. I'm just using 3.7. Maybe I'll backtrack and test 3.6 also. Um, anyway, I hope that stepping through this process of going from a simple script to a supportable package with tests and coverage and everything and all the, all the hurdles you have to jump through, but I jumped through them for you. And if you want to just follow my path, this should work. Um, I hope this was helpful. Thank you for listening. Uh, thanks to Patreon supporters. You totally rock. And also thanks to Pantheon for sponsoring this and the last few episodes. I really appreciate it. Pantheon makes building, managing, and optimizing websites simpler. Check them out at pantheon.io slash testandcode. That link is also in, on the show notes at testandcode.com slash 80. I'll also include quite a, quite a few links of all the stuff I discussed in this episode. And again, all of the, uh, all the code that I was talking about in all these versions is at github.com slash Aachen slash submark. But again, that's also a link that's going to be at testandcode.com slash 80. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this. I did. Um, and I'll talk to you next time. Go out and test something.